Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 91 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. How's it going, guys? Ah, pretty good. How about you? Uh, good. I, 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 You know, we were talking about it. We've been talking about episode 100 for like a long time. What what are, it's going to come quick now that it's we're It's coming weekly. quick now because yeah. you're doing it weekly. <laughs> Man. What Shoot, do we even do? More time. <laughs> I mean, we got to do like a giveaway of some sort, right? I think so. We'll do something. I, yeah. I, I think it's got to be beyond hats and pins, though. I mean, I think for the 100th episode, we might actually have to spend some money here. We'd have to do something. What, what, yeah. What would people want? That's, yeah. the, that's the real question. You know, forget about even our clothing, but like, so what would you want? You you want a messenger tote. That's what you want. <laughs> you want a messenger tote. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> uh, what, what were some of the things that we were looking at to put our name on? Um, uh, we, we need the, the cooling cloth. We definitely need those. The cooling cloth. Yeah. I, I need a bucket hat. We have a list bucket of stuff. Hat. Yeah. Well, we, apparently we can't get our Jungle Cruise hat because it's selling out every five seconds, apparently. Yeah. Mm. I'll take a bucket hat. But see, we, we have to rely on Tom for all this stuff, so it's at Tom's whim. <laughs> I like for us to figure out, you know, for sure that this is what we want to do before we do it. So, I, you know, that's that's I'm just I careful. Think, with- I, think, I think cooling towels. I, listen, you need a gatekeeper to the funds. That's with, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, I just feel like a cooling towel because, you know, the problem with the cooling towel is, you know, they're not expensive, but the minimum is so high. Yeah. They're expensive. <laughs> that's the Ex- problem. Exactly. We get, I, we I, get 50 or 100 cooling towels would be great, but I think we would like 400. Yeah, it's got to be a lot. And that's, yeah. the, that's the only problem is I don't even know if we could give out that many. I don't even know how many people use cooling towels. I don't know. Oh, I use them a lot, oh, but I don't. Yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't own a cooling towel. I, I've never brought one to the parks with me or anything. So I, I don't know. Maybe I, I think should. It, I think it's a lot for that. And then just a lot like um, people that exercise will use them. Like I know for us, like if we go out and play basketball, we bring them, throw them in the what, – what we actually do is like so – we went to go play basketball yesterday, throw a bunch of waters in the cooler with a few cooling towels in the cooler, right? So they get a little wet cool, and then you just use them kind of to clean up after sports. I take the mountain biking, things like that. I mean, if we had our five-mile scooter push, you know, like we would need them for a 20, sorry, 26-mile scooter <laughs> 26 push. 26 mi- Yeah, I was going to say, it was longer than that. Five, yeah. five sounds good. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> five. Five sounds, five sounds good to me. Uh, you, you didn't ask the question, Damon. By the way, you didn't you didn't ask the question that you've been asking. Well, I don't need to because it's supposedly this episode. I thought uh, maybe I'm not going to promise that, but yes, uh, we uh, might have a new one this week. Come on, man! It's also a new closing too. It's not just the opening, and it's also the closer. So, <laughs> not that I don't know how many people actually make it that far. I don't know how many people just tune us out once Trevor starts like doing the wrap up. Or and, and truthfully, you should stick around to the end because we get super silly at the end. So yeah. It- <laughs> You know, it never goes as planned. <laughs> no, no. If you're not staying all the way to the ending music, you're missing out on some funny things that happen. So, um, all right. Well, you guys want to go ahead and get started? You want to talk about anything else before we uh, sure. before we get into it here? Yeah, let's do it. All right. Well, you know, there's there's no good way to to really talk about this topic, and and you know, I felt I would feel remiss if we didn't bring this up, and it's really a, a very sad thing. Uh, and I'm sure a lot of you saw this news because this just just happened. Uh, what Friday night, I think, uh, where 
uh chadwick boseman uh the actor that uh played black panther passed away at 43 years old very very sad uh he's you know really good guy for the community and also just a lot of a lot of kids really looked up to him and uh you know it was a great movie too i i know you know uh, a lot of people uh, really love that one so that's really really a sad way to start the show but i mean it's also you know something we should bring up so yeah and uh, i hate cancer so much i just want to say that it's I, I've had enough dealings with it that, yeah. And, and also to point out, he actually had been fighting cancer through the filming of Black Panther. So, I mean. Which is incredible. Yeah. He, he, he really, you know, dealt with a lot while he was doing that. So, yeah, that it's, it's very, very sad news, unfortunately. Yeah. I mean, nobody really knew about it either. So, I mean, I, I literally, a friend told me and I was like, I was like, no, that's not true. What are, what are you talking about? Died from cancer. I, I didn't. I, I mean, I, I thought maybe I just had missed something that this was common knowledge and, and it just, you know, I, I maybe missed that. But um, yeah, it just was so shocking. And so, uh, yeah, he, he kept it very well hidden. He did. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, we, I, it's not that I don't want to spend a lot of time on that, but uh, you know, we, we try to, to, to talk about happy things, but so, you know, this is, this is a definitely a, a sad thing. And uh, you know, so uh let's but let's let's talk uh, about some happy things we'll move on to some listener questions and um and uh talk about some different things here so uh damon had posed to the group uh, a, a new question basically was uh what was it it was like our version of ask me anything damon is what, what you were kind of doing right <laughs> yeah yeah sure you call it that okay yeah uh so we got some questions on here i got quite a few uh and and i don't know who wants to read this first one but Trevor, you want to read? Sure. And I will qualify that uh, I, so you posted those on Tuesday, Damon, and I needed a break from work. So I went and I answered some of these, um, like I replied back to some of them in, in the chat. So um, some of you may already know the answers to these, but uh, we'll go through them anyway. So, uh, you know, it's yeah. okay. I almost answered them too. Yeah. I, I didn't realize it was for the show either. <laughs> well, no. yeah, like I said, I was, I was, uh, I was. Wine- I, I appreciated the break, and it was nice to think about. I mean, th- just so that there's no, you know, you know, throwback on me. It specifically said in the show. It did. I mean, yeah. uh, no, just to make sure it wasn't on me. Sometimes no, no. I'm, I'm apt to to miss things. No, no, we, we, I obviously both Trevor and I missed that part of the of the post. We just read the beginning and didn't read the rest of it. So yeah, I, I was just happy to start answering the questions. So, <laughs> um, so the first one was from Alex. Uh, it said, uh, "What's your first memory of a visit to Disney and your first memory of something Disney related?" And so I answered this already, which is seeing the Matterhorn walking to the. Uh, the park entrance to Disneyland is, is something I remember from when I was a kid and that's stuck with me my entire life. <laughs> yeah. I, I think for me, my first one, I remember it's very, you know, little, very brief. I remember when I was a, a kid uh, being in Epcot uh, and being at, uh, by the jumping water fountains by the, over by the imagination pavilion. And I remember, uh, being fascinated by those. And, and, you know, I also, I think I've told this on the show before, there's a classic picture my parents have of me, uh, where they took a picture of me in front of the jumping fountains. And one of them, uh, shorted one of the, you know, water jumps shorted the, uh, the base a little bit and landed directly on me. And, uh, I think, uh, they have pictures of, of the aftermath of that as, you know, I think I was three or four at the time. So was not too pleased with getting doused with water. 
but I also remember being inside the land pavilion, and I remember the ceiling. Oddly enough, I remember like the, all the things that were on the uh, hanging from the ceiling. And then I, I think my other one too. I think these were all the same trip. I remember watching the Main Street Electrical Parade, uh, sitting on the curb, and I had a. I think I told you guys this before. I had a visor, uh, like it was like it was a very. I feel it was very eighties. Uh, it was it was like a visor visors. with like little LEDs. What the plastic visor? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, as a plastic visor, and it had little LEDs across the bre- like the the front of it, and it had a battery pack, and you turn it on, and the little LEDs would blink, you know, in like sequence. <laughs> That's I remember that distinctly. I, I had that visor forever. So <laughs> I, I actually didn't go until I think I was eleven, ten or eleven. I think I actually, and it is interesting. I didn't go with my family. My aunt and uncle took me before they had kids. And, um, that was our first time going just because I don't think my parents at that point were probably able to take us. So, but it's so funny, my, my, you know, memory of it. And I think a lot of it, especially when you're younger, a lot of it has to do with what pictures come out of it versus, you know, you know, to kind of stir that memory in general versus what I truly remember. But the only thing that I really remember about that trip, which is so appropriate is river country because that's where we went. I mean, we went obviously to the parks as well, but I don't remember anything about the parks, but I can vividly remember river country and climbing on like the ropes across the lake and things like that. And the water slides, that's probably what I remember is my first Disney trip, which again, I don't really remember the parks from there. I just remember river country, which is appropriate, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It is appropriate. (laughs) Uh, so that question, did we say that one was from Alex? Yes. All right. So the next one we had is from Kristen. Uh, if you had to pick a land in any of the four parks to spend a night at, where would it be and why? Mm. E- Tough question. Easy for me. <laughs> oh, you're okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Adventureland all day. I, yeah. I I love the TV. Wait, is room. it just lands like in Magic Kingdom we're talking about? No, I, I, she okay. said in any of the four parks. So it, okay. yeah, it can be anywhere in Epcot or or. Is the World Showcase though like considered a land? Could you say? Oh, World I think Showcase? you got to pick a country. Y- yeah, you'd okay. have to pick a pavilion. I think okay. for that one. Go ahead, Trevor. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, I've, I mean, yeah, Adventureland because I mean, yeah, it's just I, I love that. I, I love that jungle theme and everything because it, it's so far removed from. It might Jumanji yeah. me a little bit too much though. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I like Jumanji. <laughs> no, I like Jumanji, but it might be a little scary. It might it be freak out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I deal with it. <laughs> what about you, Tom? Uh, I think I, uh, oh, man, it's, it's a tough one for me. Hmm. I, I think I'm going to go with, uh, I think I'm going to go with Pandora. I'm going to go with the obvious one. I Ooh. feel like it's, you know, I, it's uh, gorgeous that's, at night. That's the obvious one. I think so, yeah. Well, they did a they did a literal camping trip there. Remember, they gave away a camping trip right. in Pandora. I, I, I guess I, I still I don't know. That's still not where I would want to spend a night. I just I think it'd be know. cool. It's just pretty, and there's all those cool noises I mean, going on. For me, it would be Star Wars. Yeah, that was my mm, second. Galaxy's yeah. Edge, I think. Yeah, because it would be so not packed, and I just I feel like the way that they've done that part of the park. You know, you you feel like you're really there, but the way to make you feel like you're really, really there would be to have nobody there. You kind of know what I mean? Like, that would really make it feel 
Yeah, you, can, like, can, you can't you, really see much out of it. Like, I feel like even a yeah. Pandora, like, I can kind of see the rest of the park. But I think that would be that's interesting. Fair. Do you, I mean, but do you want, like, the occasional stormtrooper walking around, like, patrolling and, like, coming over and, like, harassing you? I don't do think you that want, even like, matters. It would be, like, kind of a ghost town, a Star Wars ghost town. Like, I'd be okay with that. And, right. and something to think about is, you know, Star Wars Line has been so busy that you haven't really had a chance to hear, like, the ambient noise of the of the area right so Mm -hmm. i think that was a big criticism of the disneyland version is that no that they had the 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 ambient noise like turned down too low so nobody could hear it so Hmm. uh yeah that's that's interesting i I, star wars probably would have been my second one and i mean i I might even say toy story but Mm, i think toy story would be kind of fun too yeah yeah that'd be fun all right so uh this question is for you two so i'm just gonna i'm gonna back away from this one uh, oh, you're gonna make us read it too? <laughs> all right. Well, yeah, because it's not my question. It's addressed okay, to you too. All right, I'll I'll go on this one. Um, okay. So so Tanya asks for for me and Damon. Uh, Since you have older kids, does it get any easier? I have a four and a one year old uh, girls, and it's such a drain to do anything, including Disney. I'm longing for a day when we can go on vacation and actually enjoy it, especially a Disney vacation. I feel like it's just a whole bunch of managing toddler, baby hunger, tired, cranky cues. I I get you, Tanya. I the first time I took my son, he was four, so I I I know that that age. And uh, yes, it does get easier um, because eventually you get to a point where they're old enough that you you don't have to manage them quite as much, and they can actually start carrying the bag for you. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Um, <laughs> you have one. I'm not gonna say that it gets easier. It well, gets harder in a different way. Um, having two girls might make it a little bit easier. And, um, again, so my boys, when they get along, it's, it's nice, right? And it's easy. They go and do their own things. They'll go to the, we actually let them go in the parks themselves a little bit now. But the other thing is that when they come back, they'll go to the gym and they'll work out, you know, do things like that. I mean, we have a daughter as well and she just kind of will laze around with us, but I don't think it gets easier. It just gets a different way harder because again, then now you're going to let them go out and kind of do their own thing. Right. Which is, uh, you know, it's, it's just got a little bit of stress attached to it in general. And then, you know, when they fight, it's not like a four year old fighting. It's more of a problem, you know, heaven forbid, you know, two girls get into a fight about someone wore the other one's shirt that day or something like that. It's turns into its own different ball game. I think you get a little bit more rest in terms of physical rest, but I think the mental part of it is still, you know, again, they have a voice now. So now they're going to kind of say what they want to do and what they don't want to do and where they want to eat and where they don't want to eat. There's a lot more of, you know, their personality involved in your trip. And again, my kids all enjoy it, but there are families where you have kids that just don't like it, right? And the parents like Disney and the kids don't, right? You can say that your kids are all going to love Disney. That's not the case. So, you know, I guess it, it just becomes harder in a different way. I mean, Trevor, like I said, has it a little bit easier with one, I think. Right? They you're, can't, he you're right. can't cause trouble <laughs> but well, they say, except by himself. Um, <laughs> he can't team I, up on you with three of them. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess you're right. Yeah, I, I don't get mobbed in that way. But I, I mean, yeah, you know, it's it's not always that we're seeing eye to eye. And there's definitely there's definitely fights and stuff. I, I guess I think back to when I was a kid, you know, my parents took three of us and yeah you're right is you know kids will want to go in different directions and and that brings its own stress i think that growing up 
you know, years and years ago, there, I think there was a little less stress of letting your kids do stuff in general. I, that's the way I feel. That's just my opinion. So I think letting them go off and do things at the park, as I said, brings a different kind of stress. And I think it costs more money. Well, I see. I don't know. Does it cost more money? Might cost more money, right? I mean, you, she has a one-year-old, she said. Well, you're going to have more money, right? Which always yeah. adds more stress to it as well. Yeah. When, you know, when we had to start paying for my third child, I mean, it becomes pricey after a while. And when they start eating more food than you do, yeah. Oh, well, just the ticket. You know, <laughs> yeah. you go from not having to buy a ticket to having to buy a ticket. That, that's that's a big jump. That's the, the big jump one. It's going to be my next trip. Yeah. And then <laughs> Although, when you start have to buy them adult tickets, and that's the other thing, right? That's what we started to have now. Yeah. I got one year at Disney World of not buying adult tickets. So we, we got the child tickets at Disneyland. But yeah, by the time my son was, we took it when he was nine. So I did for one year. And then it was like, yeah, every time after that, it's like, oh, I'm paying for an adult. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's that that is tough. I mean, I, I'm just dreading paying even for for a kid, uh, you know, next year. Or so it's not going to be fun because she was free before, and now she's not going to be. All right. Uh, so Carrie asks, uh, when did each of you and your wives visit Disney together for the first time? I mean, I, I guess I can go first here since you guys just did a bunch of talking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I I, I can't remember if <laughs> this is going to sound terrible. I can't remember if my wife and I visited before we got engaged there, or the first time we went together was when we got engaged there. I don't remember. I think I think the first time we went together was when we got engaged there. So. That was our first she will trip. Tell you if you're wrong. Don't worry. I mean, she's in the other room. I could probably just yell over it and see if she remembers. But, <laughs> uh, but no, I, I, I don't think we did a trip before that. So, probably not. What we did a trip before we were married. I mean, so you guys did your first trip before you were married. Mm-hmm. What about you, Trevor? Uh, I did my first trip when uh, we were 18. And wow, um, yeah, she actually came or my parents invited her and my sister's boyfriend at the time to uh, come with us to Disneyland. And so it, and it was actually my wife's first trip ever because she had never been to Disney. So it, and it was actually my wife's first trip ever because she had never been to Disney. But we got to do our first trip together and it was her first trip ever. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Nice. That's that's cool. Uh, so Ashley also asked the question about the wives. Uh, so how all, all did you how, wait? How did you all meet your wives? And were you both Disney fans, or did one introduce Disney to the other? So I answered first last time. You can go first, Trevor. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go first. So um, so I actually met my wife in high school. We were um, we were in uh, or I I came into her friends group and met her, and then we started dating, and then yeah. Obviously, I introduced her to Disney because uh, she she had been a Disney fan, but she had never um, she had never been to any of the parks before. So I had introduced her to that side of it. Yeah, and for me, I you know I had met my wife when uh, she was in college. I wasn't in college at that point, but I was still living in the college town that I were from where I graduated. And she was friends with my roommate, and so we we kind of kind of met that way. Uh, and then, you know, she was, she was definitely a a big Disney fan as well. Uh, but you know, definitely 
not like a as much of a fan of the parks not, not that she wasn't a fan she just didn't like she went you know a couple times when she was a kid she wasn't like at the the level of obsessed we are now so i'd probably say that i pushed her more towards that uh than she was in the first place so what about you damon um i met my wife through one of my really good friends they work together and what was the other part of the question did did uh she get you into disney or did you get her to dis- to go into disney or i probably I, I mean i guess i probably got her into going to disney um it was just like i said we don't travel out of the country so it was just something else to do i mean we're amusement park people in general so going to amusement parks, I mean, what bigger amusement park is there? So I don't necessarily know if it was one or the other. I mean, I guess maybe I lean that way a little bit more just because of Disney cartoons. So I'd be more apt to kind of want to go. But I, I mean, I think it was, you know, it's not like either one of us was dragging the other one there. Let's put it that way. So it was kind of a mutual. Yeah, mutual I guess. Thing. I guess. All right. Uh, so we got this last question here from Michelle. If you had to work, if you could work, had to work anywhere at Disney World, where would you work? Which park ride character specific job would you want and why? This is a tough, tough uh, question because I, I feel like I have several answers to this. I've, I've probably got like three or four. So I, <laughs> I'm going to give them all. I'm not just going to pick one. Uh, a train engineer, a, a monorail driver, or a jungle cruise skipper. Those are my three. Okay. Um, so I guess the way that I look at it is I wouldn't, so right now I wouldn't want to do a Disney job, but you know, if I was going to be retiring and I wanted yeah. a part-time job of some sort or how, I, don't, I don't know if that's how yeah, that pretend work, like you're retired and yeah. you just want to, you know, get a job, whatever your dream job at Disney. I, I honestly would want to like, I would either want to work like, a um, like a greeter at one of the hotels or, you know, the, um, the ticket, the, the people at the, the front gates. Like I, I think that would be nice because you get to, you know, <laughs> you get to see everybody coming in at their happiest and leaving at their most exhausted, but you don't have to deal with the in-between. <laughs> well, that makes sense. I've seen those people get yelled at though, too. I mean, I've seen some, yeah. you know? I, I mean, I, I don't think there's, there's a role you could do that you wouldn't, get yelled at at some point that's at least you know um customer facing so we'll see that's why you got to be the monorail driver or the the train engineer no one talks to those people so <laughs> yeah yeah that's a fair point <laughs> all jobs at disney are too hard i don't wouldn't want any of them especially oh, if i'm retired if i'm retired i'm just going i'm not doing work sorry <laughs> see my wife the and i always hard that man it. i mean like yeah, it sounds sure. cool to be a bus driver but that's hard work right if I'm retired, like I'm retired, man. Like I'm not trying to catch up extra work. Sorry. I mean, if we're if I'm not retired and I have to work, like, are you forcing me to work there? Because <laughs> then it becomes a different <laughs> answer. If you're forcing me to work there versus <laughs> wanting to work there, well, it could be like right now. Like if there was any job that you think would be fun, you know, it would be in the back office. It wouldn't be in, in the parks at all. I'd work like IT for Disney, there you but go. it wouldn't mm-hmm. be in the parks. Yeah, like I feel like it, I, this is, you know, I, I would love to be like an Imagineer if I had the skills to do it, but, uh, that's you know, a lot that's of work not too, in man. the park. Yeah, that's not in the that's park. That's a lot of so. work. Sorry. Yeah. I don't want that's, that's too much work. You know, the, the problem with, I think, working at Disney and at least in the parks is, you know, a little bit of the magic is ruined, I would think. Oh, sure. Yeah. And, and maybe for me, it would feel that way. I don't know about everybody. So, like, I wouldn't even want a job there. 
I get that. I mean, we've done the tours before backstage where, you know, you, you, it ruins the magic a little bit for yourself. You know, when you see like the second that you get past this fence, it's not like decorated anymore. And it's just like, you know, warehouse buildings. <laughs> and, you know, like you, when you've seen the backside of Splash Mountain and you see that it's like, you know, a bunch of, a bunch of metal and <laughs> it doesn't look anything like the facade of it. Uh, you know, it's, it does. It ruins the magic a little bit, but. Um, you know, like seeing like the, the Utilidors underground, that didn't really ruin much for me because it, it wasn't something like, you know, that I would it, even think that I would see normally, you know, or even think about when I'm in the parks. I just, you know, well, it's because it's another land. It's not like, yeah, it, you're, you're not ruining an existing land. It's, it's detached from everything else, <laughs> even though it's exactly. underneath everything exactly. else. Exactly. <laughs> I really wanted to wander around down there, but they only they only take you so far. <laughs> yeah, I, they only let you they only let you walk a couple steps in down there. I, I could never imagine a tour. They're like, just go wander; it'll be fine. It'd be amazing. <laughs> I, I wanted to hop on one of the golf carts they had down there and and drive uh, drive to the the path under the castle. Like that's what I wanted to do, but you know. Wouldn't let me do it. <laughs> I also, when I did the train tour, I, 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 you know, they had us go up into the, into the front of the train and, uh, and check out all the stuff in the train and the train was running. And I, I had asked them if I could toot the, you know, toot the whistle, you know, uh, to, to, to pull it. And they said no. And I was like, come on, what kind of tour is this? Really? <laughs> let me, really? let me, let me make the whistle go. I want to do it. They didn't <laughs> they let you do the whistle. They wouldn't let me do it. Can you believe that? Wow. Come on. Okay. So I've done the whistle. What? Yeah. When did you get to do that? <laughs> in Disneyland, when they closed down the tracks to, uh, they had to redo the track for um, Star Wars Land. Okay. Uh, they had the trains parked at New Orleans Square, and you could go and you could tour them, and they had the engineers there and everything, and they would let you pull the whistle. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe my tour guide was just being a jerk and didn't want to let me pull it. I mean, I it was right there too. I mean, what was he going to do if I just did, you know just pulled it? I mean, he wasn't going to kick me out, right? It was like <laughs> famous last words right there. Should just done it. Yeah. Got banned from Disney forever. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We don't even need to talk about this next thing. I just thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah the the Joffrey's coffee tumbler. No, that they made their own. Uh, there's a Riviera blend of Joffrey's coffee now. <laughs> like, okay. why? What does that even mean? <laughs> I'm not a coffee person. I, I, mean, I, I don't. I don't drink coffee. I, so. I guess I, I don't know what defines a, a Mediterranean flavor for coffee. I, me either. That's what I don't understand about this. I mean, listen, the tumbler looks pretty cool. I'll, I'll take the tumbler. Mm, I don't think it does. You don't like it? No, it's. Uh, I, I mean. I like it. I think it's a good-looking tumbler. I, I have a Star Wars tumbler, and I, I like my Star Wars tumbler way better than this. <laughs> you know, if it did say Joffrey's on the back, I'd be better with it. Like, because I like the Riviera logo by itself. I'm not a fan of the Joffrey's part of it. I, I like the the Riviera logo though. The Joffrey's part, not so much. But yeah. I really do want to know, like, what makes it what 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 makes it Riviera flavored coffee? I, I, maybe it's just because I don't know anything about coffee. Yeah, maybe for, for any uh, aficionados out there, um, if you can explain to us what what is attractive about this particular blend, if you happen to know anything about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's that'd be a good question. I I I mean, I've never you know I I've heard some people really like Joffrey's. I've never had it, but you know, again, because I don't drink coffee. But <laughs> yeah, same. I I stopped drinking coffee, so it's not of much interest to me. Yeah. So I just thought this was kind of funny that they made they made a specific blend just for Riviera. 
<laughs> but I guess it makes sense. They have some blends for some other places too. So yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and do our ad. I feel like we were, it was perfect timing right here to go to go ahead and do the ad. And this is for DVC Rental Store. This is uh, our friends over at DVC Rental Store. Are you a frequent Disney visitor and want to save hundreds, even thousands on your next Disney trip? The DVC Rental Store wants to help you book your dream vacation for less. Currently, the DVC Rental Store has a great selection of confirmed reservations at many of Disney's most premium resorts, saving you over 60% off retail rates. Want to learn more? Go to dvcrentalstore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's 1-855-382-7368. Of course, let them know that Welcome Home sent you. That's very important that you let them know that you heard of them from uh, Welcome Home. Again, that's dvcrentalstore.com or 1-855-DVC-RENT. Uh, if you're if you're a DVC member, if you're not a DVC member, it's a great way to stay at the premium resorts, uh, much cheaper than you normally would. Or if you're a DVC member, you need to rent out some points, or you know before they expire, go, go ahead and uh, check out DVC Rental Store. They'll help you rent your points out and uh, make sure that you uh, you know use those funds for whatever you need them for. So check them out. Let's talk right. about Halloween, guys. Uh. <laughs> Okay, it's it's still August, right? Just double checking. Uh, Listen, Uh, Halloween. We all know Halloween starts in August at at Disney. (laughs) Yeah, and what's and what's coming up that they're really, you know, it is the next holiday. It is, yeah. Maybe okay, maybe for you, but Thanksgiving is first for me. (laughs) Yeah, so I could see how that you have to get into Thanksgiving, but you know, you understand this is a U.S. centric thing, right, Trevor? (laughs) Really? When when you have a Walt Disney in in Canada, we'll definitely be able to uh, Mm -hmm. talk about Thanksgiving. You know, know, they they keep talking about Toronto. Someday we'll get it in Toronto. Yeah, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, I'm surprised they've never gone for that. But I guess it's because it's such a close, like you know, for not not that it's all that close for you to get here, but it's not you know across the world, right? I, I think it's more to do with the seasonal changes here than anything. That makes it because yeah. it yeah. you can't keep a park open all year round unless it's indoor. Yeah, that's 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 true. That's true. So I I didn't put the uh, all the details of what they're going to have uh, in in our in our outline here, but I did put some links for you to click on so to check these out. Uh, but basically, uh, you know, so some of the food and things are starting to come. Now this is starting September eighth, so to another week still. So so technically, you, Trevor, you know, not starting off for another week. Okay. <laughs> when when we get to the food, give me a nudge. We can, well, let's talk. I mean, we can talk about the food now. I mean, did you, well, I'm going through the whole list. Let's do it then. Let's do it. Right, let's, let's go through the list. You got to go to the Disney Parks blog though to get a better list. Uh, the okay. Com, yeah. The the, sure. the list that you had just was it was too hard. Okay. So let's let's talk Magic Kingdom. So all right, we got the Mickey cinnamon roll, cinnamon donuts, Hades nachos, consensus for better or for worse wedding cake. I, I have to. I'm going to stop kind of where they naturally took a break because I have to talk a lot about food. <laughs> so this is going to be long, everybody. Sorry. Um, cinnamon cake roll. looks awesome. Not gonna lie. Yeah, the the cake looks really nice. I think the decoration on it. I, I would also do the cinnamon roll, which I actually am not a huge cinnamon roll, but it look you know fan, but it looks good. But here's the thing, I'm definitely in on these Hades nachos. I just I, I like nachos. Black I'm, bean I'm, nacho chips with fiery buffalo chicken, lettuce, yeah. tomato, sour cream, salsa, and jalapeno. Ooh, the but but I'm gonna say that, you know let's go in little these little chunks of four that or five that they've done. I'm gonna say the winner out of that though is definitely the wedding cake. It looks yeah. pretty cool. You know citrus cake with raspberry Bavarian cream, whipped cream flowers. 
and and chalk and a chocolate axe. I think the chocolate axe is is pretty cool. And I like the fact that we're going with this uh, whipped cream flowers, so we're not so heavy here. Oh, that's cool. that would be the winner for me. And then I'd say you know Hades nachos is the number two of that what, little break. What what about the hitchhiking ghost novelty container they have for the cinnamon donuts? That looks pretty cool. Well, well first of all, we're not there yet. Oh, no, it's the right end. there. It's no, the cinnamon donut. Cinnamon donut. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mickey's. Well, you, where, where are you looking though? You're not looking Cin- in the same. Cinnamon donut. Disney Parks blog. Yeah, it's the it's the picture directly to the right of the cinnamon roll. It's the oh, you want you want to talk about? Oh, yeah. I I think containers are dumb because <laughs> the the thing is, what am I doing with it after? Right? I'm, no, I'm that's true. spending this money, and I know some people you know collect them, but they're pieces of plastic. Like, there's I'm sorry, people that collect containers, and you know I'm a big collector, so it's it's not about collecting. It's just that there's food in there. Like, I got to get it clean. Like, I was going to say, you would effort. want one without the food in it. Just give me the container. I, don't put the food in it. And I mean, I know you can do that, too, but I, I still don't think I would do anything with these. Like, what are, what am I doing with them? Like, even the plastic figment has, a, like, a little bit of a higher quality level of, you know, I, I don't know. I just don't know what I would do with it after the fact. So why do I want to pay more when really it's about the food for me? I mean, it's cool, but yeah. it's just – it's an extra – thing so no I, I kind of feel the same way because i there's a lot of things that i could buy like it's the reason i don't buy a lightsaber right i, I would buy a lightsaber and it would be cool for like 10 minutes and they'd be like okay now what do i do with this now, so, this, now this is the thing i gotta find a place for you know I, I, I would put a lightsaber on my wall i think i think once i get my media room done i could see that now how do the lightsabers yeah. turn on like it, if you could give me a lightsaber that turned on via hdmi arc like i'm in someone uh, someone do that <laughs> like someone do that i don't know if there's like hdmi arc plugs like i have to look into that but if i could have something yeah if i could have something where i could you know again because i can turn on my tv the leds in the back of the tv come on my receiver comes on right with one control that's great but if you're telling me i gotta turn it on and off separately nah but there, there's a lot of food to talk about so all right here's the next set pumpkin spice waffle sundae poor unfortunate souls float Pumpkin spice milkshake and pumpkin spice soft serve sundae. Here's the thing. Normally, I am not a cream cheese sugar person. I don't like it. My cream cheese is on bagels and it should be savory. But the poor unfortunate souls float, which is cream cheese soft serve, black raspberry syrup and Coke. I would have to try because it's so different. The, The pumpkin spice stuff. I'm not a huge pumpkin spice fan, but none of those. I mean, they look delicious and i would definitely try them but they don't look like anything different the poor unfortunate souls float though is definitely different the coke ruins it for me though why i coke fan? I don't like coke i like i mean if it, it was like a sprite or something like that yeah it just coke is a little too yeah so coke again which is my favorite of the colas coke does have this sort of um it can hit your stomach a little acidy yeah, I feel like is that where your your problem is here? Uh, yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it honestly, I like the harshness of Coke. <laughs> it hurts my teeth more than anything. Oh, I like the harshness <laughs> of Coke though, but I, I could see where that is. So that would be my one there. The rest, again, I'm not a huge pumpkin spice fan, so I could you know give or take them. I don't. But do man, this spice. next one. Oh, sorry, Tom. Was there? Yeah, was no, there? I, I don't do pumpkin spice. So okay, I'm, so I'm out on most of these. But you're right. If I had to pick from that four, the poor unfortunate souls looks the coolest and and looks probably the 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 most interesting to me. Yeah, and, and I would definitely eat stuff 
like that that I might not necessarily love because of the cream cheese soft serve. But to say you've had cream cheese soft serve is, is interesting of itself. Now, yeah. this next little list is very interesting. Uh, oh, yeah. So the Mickey Monster Mash Burger, the Headless Horseman Rides Again, the Not-So-Poison Apple Cupcake, the Orange and Black Sugar Churros, and the Oogie Boogie Dice Novelty Glow Cubes, which... Or, or what's in them? I, I don't necessarily. It's just, they're just, just glow plastic glow cubes. <laughs> all right, I don't care about that. Yeah. So, all right. So here's the thing. I, I'm stuck here because this is interesting. This, this, this. I don't like burgers, right? So I don't eat beef. So that would be tough. But the burger still seems very interesting. Monster cheese, potato barrels, bacon, and sriracha aioli. I, I'd almost want a bite of that. The Headless Horseman Rides Again. So this is a strawberry Dole Whip with Fanta Strawberry and Headless Horseman Novelty Straw. This is too sweet for me. Like, I feel like that's going to be too sweet, but I'll try it. Like, I'm down for that. I love strawberries. Yeah, I'm in on that. (laughs) Yeah, but it's definitely too sweet. And the Not-So-Poison Apple Cupcake is is probably where I'm going to go here. So a spiced apple cupcake with pecan crunch buttercream themed after a poison apple. Mm, Yeah. Uh, It would be between that. I mean, the churros seem like they're just different color sugar. Honestly, right? They don't so, even have a picture of them on here, do they? Yeah. No. Yeah. The thing is, is black. Anything black too? Just. Uh, I don't have a problem with that. It just well, it doesn't seem adventurous enough. You just know it's just a ton of dye, and there's no flavor. That's my point. Yeah. Is that you know Different any flavor, yeah. anytime they do the black stuff, it's like oh, it's it's colored black, but you don't. It never ends up being anything interesting to eat. No. So, yeah. I, I mean, the Dole Whip sounds good, but this seems like, man, I would want a sip of it, maybe a couple, but I don't know about a whole one. That would be a little too much. See, I, well, I, I had the Kakamora float, and I feel like it would be on the same level as that. And it was, okay. that float was really good. And yeah, I get what you're saying is, you know, it's a lot of a lot of sweet stuff going on, but, yep. you know, th- this is like a, a one-time, I, I would go out of my way to get this at least just one time. Yeah, And I would split it. So, for me, it would be easy to split uh, among the family. So that's, that's always a good thing. We're, we're a bunch of sugar and savory people. So the rest say, of the, sorry, ahead, I was Tom, I'm sorry about the ahead. burger. Uh, if that were like a turkey burger, you know, I don't, I don't eat red meat either. So yeah. if that were like a turkey burger, the, the rest of the things on that sounds awesome. awesome. Yeah. And yeah. it doesn't even say, and, and the thing is, it's not even like anything crazy, right? Monster cheese. Right. Yeah. So what? Right. Bacon. Okay. But potato it just all together. It just, it seems, yeah, potato barrels is definitely better than tater tots, right? It just sounds better. <laughs> it does. Um, <laughs> just tater tots. <laughs> but I, I, I definitely could be on that if there was some sort of um, turkey burger as well, Tom, for sure. So the rest of the stuff that we have here is just a bunch of the sippers and popcorn buckets, which you can see the pictures of. There's some cool ones. Oh, there's but some again, desserts further down too. Well, this is just that this is Magic Kingdom. We haven't even gotten to Epcot yet. There, where do you see no, more no. desserts? You're right. I'm sorry. You're right. Okay, you're, that's okay. You're, you're, my bad. So, yep. Yeah, so, I, I mean, you can definitely look at them. There are some cool ones there. So we talk about the Madame Leota uh, sipper, though. That one's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, you can. It's just again, it's it's neat looking, and I would say maybe that one would be something you could display. It, yeah, it looks the most cool. displayable of all yeah. of them. Although the, the Hitchhiking Ghost popcorn bucket I, looks cool, too, but I, ser- I seriously don't understand how it functions as a popcorn bucket. Yeah. Well, it doesn't look like there's any space for popcorn. <laughs> Maybe it's in the bodies, but the problem with that is is that you look at the guy all the way to the right. Again, I don't know their, their <laughs> there's traveler's like four, names. Yeah. four colonels there. Yeah, it, he just looks like he's just not detailed enough. <laughs> the other two, they're pretty detailed, though. So, uh, yes. Ezra, Phineas, and I can't remember the third one's name. Someone's going to shoot. Yeah, I'm blanking on them, too. Somebody will tell us, but I I can't remember their names. I'm not going to lie. All (laughs) right. So so we're moving on to Epcot. Again, Epcot is is a one-shot thing. Unfortunately, I'm just going by how the Parks blog kind of laid them out. So we have the Halloween Cupcakes, 
the Nemo and Squirt's Noggin Concoction. I'm going to skip. Oh, wait, that is. Oh, no, that's not a drink. Okay, so that one's up there as well. The Halloween Sugar Cookie, the Liquid Nitro Cake Pop. And then we have a bunch of popcorn buckets again. So, oh, this one is tough. I got to go with the Noggin Concoction, which is a chocolate brownie. It's a, it's a, it's a brokey. So it's a chocolate brownie stuffed with a chocolate chip cookie topped with a white chocolate covered pretzel Ooh. and a Mickey pumpkin garnish. That sounds good. That sounds really good. The liquid nitro cake pop also sounds good, but I, I would say that if I'm going on this one, I'm going to have to go with that, uh, Nemo and Squirt's noggin concoction. Yeah, I, I, I might have to agree with you there. Although the, the cake pop does sound pretty appealing. I wish they had a picture of it because I think that would, that would help. But you're right. I, the, I'm a big Brookie fan. I, I'm all about that. Uh, so, and, you know, talk about a chocolate covered pretzel on there for sure. Yeah. I, I'm down. I'm down for that. Definitely. It, it reminds me of Turducken. Or <laughs> turducken. It's like, like a turkey stuffed inside or a duck yeah. inside of a chicken so inside you, of a turkey. Have you, like, you haven't done brokies then? No. Brokies, brownies, brownies and cookie together? Nope, never, never had okay. it. I mean, it sounds good. I'm not, I'm not saying. Yeah, I mean, you can do bad. them with like sugar cookies too, which is also very good. You can kind of cuts down a little bit of the chocolate. I've done them that way as well. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I don't, I don't know if there's anything else to discuss there, but we move on to Animal Kingdom, which is, is very interesting. Some cool ones here. Yeah. I mean, I think there's only one one thing and then the rest are drinks but so we have the scar cupcake and then we have some non-alcoholic and alcoholic beverages i can't even deal with drinks right now we can only focus on food here so (laughs) we're all gonna have to pick the scar cupcake but that's okay because it's a red velvet cupcake with toasted marshmallow filling chocolate marshmallow frosting chocolate pebbles white chocolate flames and an edible icing image now i take the edible icing image i take the top of that cupcake off and throw it away Right, because that's you would eat it. No, that's just yuck. Like that's just wasted sugar for no reason. Um, I mean, is the is the it's not even well the white chocolate flames. Maybe I'm eating the edible icing image is gone though. That that's just a waste. It's Uh, like paper, basically. Yeah, I mean, I I don't even know if I'm going to eat the chocolate. The the cupcake itself seems very good though. Yeah, I the, just the the whole the whole sound of that one uh, sounds really good. It just the the chocolate pebbles and the the toasted mm-hmm. marshmallow and it looks there. cool too. It looks yeah. cool. I think the yeah. chocolate pebbles with that texture would be nice as well. The problem is that's you, you know what this looks like though. This looks like a one bite cupcake. So you take the top off, right? You go one bite, and it's a little too much than one bite, but it's so satisfying. I'm sure that would be a one bite cupcake. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, again, there's some popcorn buckets there as well, which you can see. Now, the Hollywood Studios one, I think, is we're going to – I'm really going to have a problem. So, we have a poison candied apple. This is my favorite one so far. Right? So, an apple and caramel mousse covered in red glaze with a crunchy candy base. And the pumpkin cheesecake cannoli is not for me, which is – I get that's probably killer for some people. And the pumpkin tiramisu, also not for me. But the box of bones chocolate eclair. Chocolate eclair with dark chocolate mousse and white chocolate bones. I have a tough time between the poison, poison candied apple and the box of chocolate eclairs. I, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, I'd have to get both of them. I don't think I can make a choice there. See, I'm not even really into pumpkin, but the pumpkin, I can, I can never turn down a cannoli and I, uh, the a pumpkin cannoli with hazelnut praline crunch sounds amazing to me. Uh, and then pumpkin tiramisu again, not a big tiramisu fan, but it looks I'm really good. Not. I want all of it, these. <laughs> yeah, I can avoid those two. But I mean, again, if you're going to ask me, do I want a bite? If someone else has it? Yeah, I'd probably take a bite, but I don't know if I'd order them. The box of bones chocolate eclair. The only problem I have with this is that I'm not a huge dark chocolate fan in general. Uh, you know, again, more of a milk chocolate. So I'd have to 
figure out if what we have here is still, again, most of the time I'm complaining about it being too sweet. I'd have to see how that dark chocolate mousse sits. Sometimes I don't love it when it's not, um, you know, it's funny. The Sam's Club has a, like a French lace chocolate cake or whatever. And it's just, it's, I don't know. I'm just, it's not good. I'd have, I'd have to really deal with the chocolate there, but I would try it. I would definitely try it. Yeah, I think my number one there is probably the poison candy apple. That that, that just I, looks I, super I do good. love me apple and caramel. There's no doubt about that. And what do you think of Trevor? Sorry, are you well, <laughs> I, I know <laughs> you, you two are just going on about these things that I I, I know you you don't want to look at the drink statement, but that frozen apple cider. I mean that that's yeah, that's where I my just, head is. Yeah. I, I I love apple cider and yeah. Uh, yeah, that that's you, you know what the problem I have with that, and I, I would say that I do also love apple cider. It's just, is it going to be cost effective for me? And I just don't think so. I can get good apple cider mm, pretty much wherever I want, and to stick it in the freezer to slush it up seems like it's pretty easy to do. I know I'm not making a box of Bowen's chocolate eclair. Like, I know I'm not making that at home. So that would be the only difference that, that I would see. I would definitely drink that as well, but I don't know if I'd drink it at Disney because I'm sure that price tag is not what I would be expecting. <laughs> it's probably at least six bucks. Probably. Right? Like, yeah. at least. Yeah. yeah. And then the alcoholic version is probably like at least 12. <laughs> It's got Crown Royale in it, though. So that's true. Yeah, it's got some Crown in it. Yeah, and it's got the light up uh, ice cube in there too. The glow cube. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I have so many of those cubes that we we collected them for a little while, and it got to a point where it was like, okay, these are dumb, Just too many. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. What What do you think of the of those desserts up there, though, Trevor? Which Which one? Well, yours? I mean, I I think. The apple is probably where I would start. The like uh, again, you know, I get what you're saying about the dark chocolate, Damon. Is you know, I I feel yeah, it's tough sometimes. It, it can go either way. There, it really depends on what percentage they use. If if it's too uh, far cocoa. into yeah, it's too far cocoa, it just gets bitter. It's bitter. Yeah, yeah. So I would agree with you there. I, I feel that the candy apple is a little bit more of a a guaranteed thing because you, you kind of know yeah, what you're getting, yes. right? <laughs> but you, you know, the problem is, is that the eclair bones thing could be phenomenal. So yeah. I, I'd almost have to try it, but I could, again, like I said, like yourself, I could see it being a little too bitter for me, but I know that my wife would be okay with that. So again, I don't think it would be a lost cause. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, so we talked through all the food. We should probably talk through just kind of the festivities. Now, you know, Mickey's not so scary is canceled. I think everybody knows that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but they, they are doing kind of like a pared down Halloween celebration, which is cool. Uh, so they're actually going to allow people to wear costumes to the parks, which they have not allowed before outside of Mickey's not so scary. Yeah, so I think that's, that's cool. That's yeah. pretty awesome. And I guess the thing for people to keep in mind with this is the the same rules of not so scary still applies here. Like you, you can't get offensive with the costumes. You yes. can't get like I think that there's rules around masks and stuff like that as well. Still, so um, yeah. So look into that if you're gonna if you're gonna you know take a trip and and uh, you know dress up. Make sure well, you well, know here, what the rules are. Here's the <laughs> question though: Does our hundredth episode we might be able to do? I have to let's see. Can we do the math on that? We're at ninety one. It's not going to work right for Halloween, Halloween, is it? Yeah, it's, it's going to be right around Halloween. Yeah. So there's ninety two. Yeah, I mean, I don't think so though. Is it ninety three, ninety four, ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. So that right would there. that that's I think what we'll have to do. Yeah. 
we'll have to do we'll have to do uh may, we'll do maybe live uh yeah live video thing yeah. that we're gonna do yeah welcome homes kind of not really scary halloween episode <laughs> that's a great idea <laughs> not scary at all or welcome homes haunted uh <laughs> haunted river country 100th episode <laughs> i love it Damon, are you going to appear on camera on that with just like a mask on, like a you know, like a scary mask on of some sort? Um, I don't know. <laughs> you Maybe do Jeffrey like the, would be dressed dressed up as Dipper. I mean, that's possible. Okay, there's Jeffrey. Yeah, okay. So you, I got you, you do like the the you know the paper plate mask that you would make in school where you <laughs> stuff to it. I mean, unless unless Tom wants to get me that that Grunkle Stan mask. Have you ever seen that one? The 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 one that looks like. Like a real life, like a rubber. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's like legit, legit. The problem um, with that though is your voice would be all muffled. You know, it'd be hard to understand you. <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd get a little um, what's it called, Mike? Get a get a get a little lav mic and sneak it yeah. under there. Yeah, yeah. Might be a all bit right, echoey, yeah. but that's fine. <laughs> We should we should mention by the way back to the topic. Uh, this is starting September fifteenth and will go to October thirty first. Uh, and so they're also going to do like a Halloween character like cavalcade like they're doing right now with the regular characters, but they're going to do a special Halloween themed one. Which is uh, I've heard those cavalcades are actually really cool. I've I've seen uh, we've had several listeners that have gone to the parks since they've instituted those and have thought that they were really neat and uh, wish they would continue doing them because apparently they've been pretty cool. So. Uh, yeah, so there's that. And then all the food we just talked about is going to be part of that too. So, and, and they and they are going to decorate. So I think we talked about that as being a, a rumor, maybe a couple episodes ago. So they do, they did confirm that they are going to decorate too. So uh, it, I'm glad to see all this. I'm glad they're still doing a lot of their Halloween stuff. Yeah. They, I mean, I'm, I'm just glad that they're keeping the whole spirit of the season there and they're not letting the situation drive that like they're, yeah. You know, they they didn't have to do any of this stuff. They could have just kept operating as usual. So I'm I'm glad to see these kinds of things. Me too. I agree. Yeah. Well, we're running out of time here, guys. We got we got a couple more topics here. Just two more. Yeah. And this is this this next one's a quick one. And uh, and this is sad. I'm I'm really bummed about this. So uh, the employees at the Void have been at uh, Disney Springs have been notified that they are closing permanently. Yeah. So the Void but, is but uh, no longer permanently. Just means until they open again. That, that that's oh. the problem with that. Like I I felt like I was like I was clickbaited on those <laughs> because it's not <laughs> like they're closing and and the, the whole store is going away. They're just closing because of because of the pandemic. Which ah uh, duh right. Well, like, well, they didn't say they didn't say temporarily though. They said they it, were it does not say permanently though. It doesn't. No, it says until <laughs> they can reopen. If All you right. go and click through the link, so again you got. But what if they can never reopen though? You know, well because why? I don't know. I mean, they, it, it's it's not exactly like a. I don't want to say it's a uh unstable company but i mean it's a small company i you know i don't know i don't know no, if they you know make it it's through definitely things, clickbait so. the, here the hard part is you know yeah the, i i agree with damon on this is that you know you look and go well everything else in disney springs is open but the the difference is, is the void is very high contact like you're you're using vr headsets and if they're not properly sanitizing like it doesn't it, it doesn't make sense for them to be open at all yeah. during this pandemic it says <laughs> our terminals are remaining temporarily closed for everyone's safely safety and to support our local health officials and government leaders we will continue to monitor the situation and update our travelers with our reopening plans as soon as possible so again clickbait that's what that is sure <laughs> yeah and that's from the official void website and yeah and i guess the uh, the other side of that too is you know uh, yeah the 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 news article said 
some of the employees were getting notified of of termination. But again, that's kind of standard practice when the company's not open, they're not going to keep paying you. So, of course. <laughs> so yeah. So I think the permanently closed part of it is a little misleading, but yes, they're definitely closed. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Damon. And, but Tom, you know, again, at the end of the day, you may be right. A company still has to be able to operate. And if they have no other funds, when reopening time comes and, you know, they may not be able to, gone. but yeah. I yeah. can't imagine that. Yeah. I just can't imagine that being the case. But, you know, anything is possible. I, I would see them reopening. I mean, I, you know, Disney's also an investor in that company, too. I mean, they, they are, they're part owner of that company. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I would think that they would reopen at some point. And, and you know, they just got to figure out how to do it safely and when they can actually make it work. So, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, the last thing we got on here, because uh, I, I got rid of uh, another topic <laughs> since we talked a lot about food, which I'm, I'm all for. I'm glad we talked about food. Uh, so Disney's filed a patent for further use of drones to control show elements. So I don't know if you guys looked at the article. Yeah, this. It, it's it's interesting. I I'm always worried about drones a little bit. I'll be honest with you. So as long as the drones aren't flying over my head, per se. I'm okay. And it, sh- it definitely should make some interesting effects that we weren't necessarily used to having before. That's sh- for sure. Well, I think I've seen when Disney has had like, you know, plans for this, it's been far away from guests. Like, so the, yeah, think yeah, about the like Star it's not going to be flying over your drone, head. Or right. Anything. What's, what's that Trevor? Go ahead. Uh, it's the thing about the, the, uh, the Star Wars land drone where the, the X wing. Yeah. Just yeah, it was I, the parking I think, lot. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the <laughs> other problem with this too, is just the, the fact that, you want to talk about the weather really affecting things. You know, once you start throwing drones in the sky, you know, maybe you're not necessarily always going to get them up there with a little bit of wind, a little bit of, uh, you know, other yeah. yeah things going on, unfortunately. Yeah. Well, I guess, you know, you have these as elements of the show and not like a crucial part of the show, right? Yeah. Where it's like you can't do it if you don't have the drones. Right? I would agree. I mean, it's always interesting. I think drones are going to be taking over a larger part of society in general. So it makes sense for Disney to integrate them into their shows and things like that. Yeah. And, yeah, and I, ahead, Trevor. I, I was going to say, I, th- I think the big difference too, with, when it comes to the, these show elements is, you know, when you look at fireworks and whatnot, fireworks are very momentary and um, you know, you're thinking about, you know, they can, they could stop fireworks partway through if, if something happened, but if a drone is up there, you have to figure out how to get that drone down safe rogue yeah it's a rogue drone yeah or yeah if if you suddenly lose connection like how do you how do you reestablish connection or does the thing just you know drop drop somebody have to shoot it out of the sky (laughs) (laughs) disney has a special security team that just takes out drones just the rogue drones (laughs) or or they have to have like a self-destruct button so that they like (laughs) now they're fireworks (laughs) yeah now they're now they're fireworks that's the next patent turning drones into fireworks yeah (laughs) what what i thought was interesting about this particular uh particular patent that they're talking about here first of all one of the images is a drone carrying what looks like a pirate ship which is kind of cool yeah i'm just imagining like a pirate ship like flying behind the castle or something during like a peter pan part of of the show like how How could it fly behind the castle isn't there people back there well i would think it would probably be further away like where they shoot the fireworks from but like large enough that you could see it i guess well they closed the area immediately behind the castle during the fireworks so that's true yeah you you, know there'd be enough room there but that would be interesting I would think that, that would they would cool, do it though. from near near where they shoot the fireworks off, but 
Cause, which is not that far from the castle, actually. I mean, once you get behind uh, uh, Be Our Guest, it's like, you know, it's it's cast member area only right behind there. So it's it's not that far. Um, but yeah, I just think that would be cool to have show elements like this. Uh, that would be really neat. But What's this, this downwash thing? We have to talk about it quick, though, so we stay under an hour. Yeah, we're, we're almost out of time here. So yeah, so that's what this, this is specifically about. I guess one of the problems is... Uh, the downwash, you know, meaning like the, the, the air that comes off of the propellers can kind of screw up some of the elements. So Disney basically has, has done a patent here to, uh, to, to fix that or to use that, to use that downwash uh, as part of the effect almost, it seems, uh, which is interesting. I, I, I tend to think that these things, I would love to see them have a so, drone show for the 50th anniversary. There's next an year. I image think that, that shows a bird shaped object being released from the drone and then control controlled using the downwash. That's cool. I didn't see that. I'll have to go look that up. Yeah. Very that's, cool. That That's a lot of physics going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I, I would love to see this. I, I, I'm hoping they do a, a unique show with these drones for the 50th. I think that would be really neat. There we go. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap it up. We're, we're out of time. All right. Uh, got to hurry up, too. We're going to run out. <laughs> okay. All right. So anyone that, uh, if you have any questions, comments, if you, uh, you know, just want to say hi or uh, talk to us, you can always reach us at uh, welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we always love hearing from you guys. If uh, you're on social media, you can find us on Facebook as Welcome Home Podcast. You can check out our YouTube channel, which is also called Welcome Home Podcast. Or if you want to grab some merchandise, uh, feel free to head over to store.welcomehomepodcast.com. Uh, you know, check out the the mugs and t-shirts and stuff like that. And also on Facebook, if, uh, if you want to get involved in our conversations and things that you hear us talk about on the show... Uh, make sure you join the Welcome Home Disney waitlist. It's our Facebook group, and everyone's really cool over there. And uh, we, we'd love to have more of you in there. Yeah, please come check that out. And we, we sold our first mask, by the way. We, oh, wonderful. Yeah, somebody's out there wearing a Welcome Home mask, so that's cool. Maybe they're going to the parks with it. I don't know. If, you, if you're the one that bought it, please let us know. We'd love to know if you're going to plan to use it at the park. So. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, just about any place you can find podcasts. You can find us. Just a reminder to our listeners, as always, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company, and as such, any and all things we say on the show, uh, any and all opinions we express on the show, are our own. So please consult your DVC representative for more information or a Disney cast member uh, for anything about uh, that we talked about today. Um, big uh, shout out to our uh, <laughs> to our sponsor at DVC Rental Store. I'm sorry, I always said DVC Resale Market. Sorry. That's okay. Tom will be re-recording that, so yeah, we're I'll be a few things. But, <laughs> but but I want to make I want to make Dan happy though. I want to make sure that I mention my other podcast. Otherwise, Dan oh, yeah, will ahead, think that please. maybe I'm not. You know. So again, if you guys enjoy listening to me or don't or dislike Netflix, come over and listen to the Boomtron podcast and please give us reviews. And like I said, once we get a hundred people over there, I'll give away welcome home pins. So it's like it's a win-win. Yeah, you're almost you're gonna get that right. So yeah. So uh, thanks for doing that, uh, and then a thank you, of course, to uh, DVC Rental Store for sponsoring this episode. Uh, join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion. Of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. When we hit a chair, how she can is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl, reading 